When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The week, the college football season is here. This is the Pigskin Preview. I'm Nick Roush, joined by Adam Luckett, and we're always brought to you by our friends at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Check out the app. It's great. You're great for being back here with us again. We've only got two weeks of regular season college football action left before conference championship week, then a little Army-Navy action. Um, it's, it's exciting time, Luckett. It's a... Uh, I love to the name we affectionately give this weekend, and uh, Kentucky doesn't, they don't get to be a part of the action. SoCon Saturday. Yeah, uh, but it'll be back next year. I believe next year, I think they kind of rotate teams on. So Kentucky should be back on, I believe, next year. Um, after having two years in a row where they didn't have that. Yeah. Oh, well, your mic went out. Um, I'm going to get that checked out. Um, you're setting. Yeah, we, Kentucky should be back to SoCon Saturday this year, but this year got a little something different playing. A rare November trip to Columbia, South Carolina. Um, Nick, and for us here, um, we had a nice bounce back week um, here at the Pigskin Preview. Luck oh, yeah. Column had a 7-3 and three week, so we're back on the good side of things, and we're looking to close strong here. Um, before next week, uh, one of the best, well, my favorite weekend of the year, obviously, um, rivalry weekend. Th- you get the Thanksgiving Egg Bowl. You get Black Friday games. Then you oh, get- whoa, 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 hold up! You, you, you're skipping the biggest game, the Nebraska Iowa. Come on, yeah, and, on Black Friday, yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving NFL. We get a Black Friday NFL game this year. So, and I believe that's a pretty good one. Uh, Dolphins, Chargers, Jets. Dolphins, Jets. Oh, oh, Jets. Oh, gross. Nevertheless, though, a lot of football, and then you get all of the Feast Week basketball tournaments. So it's it's an exciting time. If you haven't been checking out Luckett's uh, full slate of picks, it's on KS Board. Sign up. Join us. It's a lot of fun. We're really cooking with grease right now with basketball season back in full swing. So a lot of fun happening over there right now. Uh, I want to touch on some of the bigger games of the weekend. The ones that I had marked down, I think we've we've got action on. Um, but I do. I'm Utah, Oregon State's intriguing to me, like it because it feels like this Oregon State team has been frisky all year. Um, actually, Oregon State, Washington. Sorry, it's Utah, yeah. Arizona. That's the yeah. I'm but th- those two Pac-12 games though. I, I got the opponents mixed up. They they're going. I think they're going to be a lot of fun. But I worry about the favorites in this spot against these opponents because they're not. These programs aren't used to that. Right, Arizona's had a surprisingly good year. They're not used to being a favorite over Utah, and they don't even get the Pac-12 after dark kind of night game bump either. That's going to be played at I want to say eleven thirty local time. Uh, yeah. So that that's that's a little weird, and and I, I do think Oregon State probably has a little bit more 
you know, with, with them kind of getting left in the dust in this conference realignment shake, this probably is going to be built up as their Super Bowl. But, I mean, do, do you trust the folks in Corvallis to, to play spoiler? Uh, I, I guess if, if I say it out loud, Washington getting spoiled by Oregon State and Corvallis does just – it's the most Pac-12 thing ever, right? Right. Yeah, <laughs> that line's moving away from Washington. But this, this one's going to be in the column, Nick. I'm going to be here, but I'm going to be on Washington. Mm. Better quarterback, better offense. Um, Oregon State, while pretty good, is not built to win a track meet. I think Washington will be able to turn it into a little bit of a track meet. I think the wrong team is favored here. I would have Washington as a very, very, very small favorite. So I'm going to take that. What is it? It's up to two and a half right now. Yeah. So I'm going to take those points. Washington will be a play. I think we could get a couple favorable calls up there in Corvallis. Um, would not be surprised. Uh, but I think we're we're trending to that that Oregon Washington rematch uh, for for a chance for the to go to the playoff um, there in Las Vegas in a couple weeks. So I, I'm going to be on Washington here. But I'm very excited. We'll be Kentucky will be locked in obviously. But that that is the clear best game on the card this week. Yeah, I'm I'm also curious too if Washington was just kind of playing with their food a little bit. The offense hasn't been just playing murder ball as of late. So I'm a little. Uh, that that's part of me where I'm I'm a little bit uh, skeptical. Um, Nick, how you feeling on uh, the Louisville Cardinals at the Miami Hurricanes? Man, I I wanted to, I actually wanted to take them, um, because of something our friend Josh Newberg said on Andy Staples show, but it was just factually wrong. It was the most wrong thing I've ever heard. That losing to Florida State somehow kills Miami. I, you got to go back to 2018 to find a game they lost after losing to Florida State. So like that just, I I, I wanted to like play that trend. Um, and there's part of me that does think that they might have just tucked their tails and run with two games left to go in the year. They got to bring Tyler Van Dyke back in, and that's kind of awkward. Um, and I think being a a road dog that. That, that, that Louisville might be able to pull something out of them. But I don't I, – I worry about Louisville in the trenches because the, Jeff said it earlier this week, this is the most talented teams they've played. So if if, if Jordan can't pop a few runs, where, where does that leave them offensively? I, I think the, the good news and why I might end up taking the cards, though, is, I mean, what's Miami going to score, 17 points? I mean, with Tyler Van Dyke back there, he's just going to throw it to him. So that, that ultimately, I think Louisville has a slight advantage, even though uh, Miami's going to whoop their ass in the trenches. I think you're a little, you're sleeping a little bit on this Miami offense. It's not as bad as you think. I think people have gotten Dawson, but if you kind of look at them, they've had some big moments and big games. To me, Nick, who's the best team Louisville's played on the road? Away from home. Georgia Tech in the Dome, probably. Neutral field. NC State is the answer. Oh, okay. That offense okay. is terrible. And they had to squeeze that one out. Georgia Tech, they had to squeeze out. Pittsburgh, they got beat. Indiana, they had to squeeze out. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me this Louisville team is going to go and just pull away from Miami in a huge spot for Mario Cristobal? That's the thing, I think, when you handicap this game. This is a monstrous game for Miami. He cannot afford to go seven and five this year. Cannot do it. 
Like you, they have to fight. They have to have to have to have to win this game. There's no getting around it. I think because of that, you're going to get Miami's best effort. I think Miami is the second best team Louisville's played this year. I think they'll be able to stop the run. You mentioned that front, their defensive front. That's one thing they do well on defense to stop the run. I like Miami here. I like I like Miami about double digits. Like this is an alternate line I'm going to look at. Ooh, uh, interesting. It's just it's circumstance here, right? I just think the circumstance here, Louisville hasn't played many good teams away from home. They've played some bad offenses. Miami will be the second-best offense they've played, Nick. Either them or Georgia Tech, right? Uh, this will be the best receiving core they've played all year, Louisville. Like They played some bad receiving cores this year. This mm-hmm. will be the best one. So I like the Canes here. I think this is a huge game for Crystal Ball, and like you get a Chance to get a top ten win, right? If you're Miami, you can yeah, play that that's up. true. It's hard. So I like, it's my, just I like hard, Miami uh, here. Miami's just such a weird place that I mean, what, what what's the crowd going to be like? I don't, I don't, I don't really. Know. It's so hard to just be able to put your thumb on where they're at as a pro because I mean, we were they listening have, to they them have the way. To win, they have to win this game. There's that's just where I'm at. Like I don't. They could play in Egypt. Like they just they have to win this game, and I think Crystal Ball is going to have them locked in. I think it like how they played at Florida State. I think they can kind of build off that, right? Like that's true. Game, I mean, they had a chance to go down the there and tie the game in overtime. Yeah, and they had Carolina. They were right there. They could have won that game. Um, and they at home, like they've won every game except the one Crystal Ball messed up. <laughs> yeah, um, Georgia Tech at home. I just I like this spot. I like this spot a lot for Miami, and I think they're the second best team Louisville has played. And then Louisville away from home has been iffy, even with the the light schedule. Like Pitt rocked them in the second half. NC State easily could have won that game if their offense could have done anything. I mean, that was one of the worst offensive performances I've seen all season. And then Indiana was right there. Um, so I, I like to me, I think like there's three scenarios: Miami wins big, Miami wins close, or Louisville wins close. I think you could get some good odds with Miami winning big. So that's that's where I'm leaning in this one. The um, thing to note, too, that we'll be mentioning next week is their record in one-score games. Yeah, That doesn't last forever. That, that doesn't last forever. Something else to keep in mind when you're handicapping. We, we are handicapping some of the best games in college football this weekend. That's They're part of our locks. Um, quickly, before we get into those picks, if a Louisville loss happens, North Carolina wins, then Kentucky's going to get a night game on ACC Network. Probably is that is that what we're thinking? No, I think that game's already filled. I think they're looking at twelve and three thirty ABC. I think. Well, no. Well, the the they they can do three thirty or seven thirty on the network for that other game. Um, so there there's whispers too that they would do an ACC SEC Network seven thirty simulcast too. Um, that, that, SEC those, got a game at seven thirty. Oh, they do. Okay, yeah, I messed that one up then. But nevertheless, I I, I worry that um, a North Carolina win at Clemson, uh, they'll get the ABC nooner um, if that happens. That regardless, the ABC is going to want a Louisville team ranked in that window. Uh, so I think I feel pretty safe about a day game. I think the key here, Nick, is. If North, like they're trying to see if North Carolina wins, like if North Carolina wins this game, the ACC still in doubt. 
Right. Um, so they're probably going to want that game to be second. Premier position. Like if North Carolina's still in it, there I would assume they want uh, that to be in the primetime window. If they could, if they win, they're in the ACC championship. But if they don't lose it, I think they would maybe prefer Louisville to be at three thirty. So I think it's going to be noon or three thirty. Okay. Um, right. I could be wrong, but I don't think they're going to stick um, ranked ACC against their SEC rival on the, in the ACC network um, window. But I, I mean, again, I could be wrong. Uh. Yeah, well, I mean, you're never been wrong. wrong. Bef- I've been wrong before, but that's that's kind of how I see it on on that, um, and that ends my scheduling TED talk. Um, and this begins the part where I tell you to download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app, and use the promo code Personnel. You make your first money on bet, bet five dollars on that money on, you win one hundred fifty dollars in bonus bets. Whether that's a big favorite or a big dog, and you're trying to get some juice. The $150 in bonus bets are there. If you win, promo code per, uh, PICKSKIN, excuse me, uh, when you sign up for FanDuel. FanDuel.com, promo code PICKSKIN, when you sign up. Uh, no matter what you want to play, the, a lot of these other sports books, you can't shop around. Hasman odds, the futures like you can here. You can still get win totals with only two games left in the season. I know our friend, the sports talker, he, uh, he has Louisville under 10 wins. So he's just betting that he, he basically just had them. All right. Well, if they lose any of their three games, this bet hits, right? So uh, a lot of fun ways to play at the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Must be 21 and older, present in Kentucky. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non trouble bonus bet, which expired seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gaming problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Like it. Uh, I'm. I like where our heads are at. We've got some great synergy this week, and here's something that I'm going to do that I I normally just play on my own, but it's just got to be one of my locks this week, and that's the Iowa under. Um, it's it's been Old Faithful all year long, and now Cooper DeGene is out, uh, perhaps for the year, depending on what bowl game they play in. He is their most electric playmaker. He's also their cornerback. But from a return game standpoint, I mean, that Michigan State game that you got burned on, like it, that doesn't happen if Cooper DeGene doesn't get the big special teams return, right? Um, why they're so good in these field position games and then getting their scores is uh, he plays a significant role in that. They're not going to have him. So I, I I think in an ugly affair, like this, oh, 30 and a half, that's, that's high for an Iowa game uh, uh, this time of year. So go ahead. Let me, let me take that under, Mr. Luckett. Yeah, could definitely see that. This game was 9-6 last year in Champaign. Hey, they were Champagne popping last week, though. They put up a lot of points against the Hoosiers. The thing with Illinois, it's two weeks in a row, really, that John Paddock, Ball State quarterback transfer, has come in for Luke Altmaier, and they've just exploded on offense. But we see Minnesota now, what they did last week against Purdue, just got shredded. And then Indiana – it was Indiana. Um, they defense is not good, and so I think we're going to see a big regression to the mean here from Illinois. Um, quietly, Nick Deacon Hill had his best game of the year last week against Rutgers. Threw for over two hundred yards. Iowa is playing for a division title. They clinched the West with a win here. Season win total of eight goes over here for us. So we're going to lay the field goal in the hook. 
Kinnick Stadium, <laughs> Iowa. Like them in a revenge spot. Like them mm-hmm. um, in a championship clinching game. So give me the Hawks minus three and a half against Illinois. Phil Parker will figure out a way to put this Mac quarterback um, in a straitjacket because this is what Iowa does. And Nick. Don't fool yourself for a second if you don't think Iowa, Iowa has another badass white boy cornerback over there. They're going to throw someone out there who'll probably get a pick, might score. Give me the Hawkeyes minus three and a half. They lock up a trip to Indianapolis. See, I appreciate that. We we start things off with Iowa football before we get to some real football games that are being played. And the biggest one of the weekend in the Southeastern Conference Saturday, 3.30 CBS, Georgia is going to Rocky Top. And typically we're just picking sides here. And I'm pretty confident that Georgia's going to cover that 10.5. But I'm, I, you think Tennessee is going to score more than 24 points? Not a snowball's chance in hell. Uh, I think the Vols... 21 is the most 21 is the most a team has scored on Georgia this year. And I know a lot of those games were at home, but I just I can't I don't see where does Tennessee scoring. So the the team total for Tennessee is currently 23 and a half. Um I got it down to 21 and a half, but uh, you can get even better juice at the 20. Um I, I was tempted to do it, but I was like, "Ah, I don't want to get some garbage time touchdown beat on that." I know that game was at home last weekend, but I trust Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss a lot more than Josh Heupel and Joe Milton right now. Now, were they really? I think they're in a bad spot because there was, I think, some belief there for a while. Look at that, the offense would would finally get going, but I, this just is what it is. And in those games where they're scoring in the upper twenties and thirties, because they're they're having other stuff to go their way, you know. Um, so I. I, I have a hard time thinking that Georgia is going to shoot itself in the foot and give Tennessee some easy scoring opportunities. So Tennessee under twenty three and a half team total. I, I I've already wagered it down at plus money at twenty one and a half. Tennessee scored 17, 2021 against Georgia. Scored thirteen twenty twenty two against Georgia. That those two offenses were much better than this one. Yeah. And so I like where your head is at. I actually kind of like Tennessee plus ten and a half um, because, like, Georgia, that was their A game. Last time we saw their A game, in my opinion. Really, we've seen their A game three times. Kentucky, they came back, weren't as good against Vanderbilt, didn't cover. Florida came back, weren't as good against Missouri, didn't cover. So I think that trend will stick here. I think this is kind of a good spot for Tennessee. Uh, but I'm not going to play it. I, I I'm just couldn't get there. But I like where your head is at. Uh, yeah. It's hard to – with Joe Milton in this passing game, it's hard to envision that. Georgia's going to take the run game away. Yep. And you need Joe Milton to be really, really to good. And we And we saw <laughs> Hendon Hooker couldn't even do it last year against yeah. um, this Georgia bunch. And the Georgia defense is not as good as it was the last two years, but still pretty good. Um, even Alabama, they – they scored 20, Nick, and they just totally fell apart in the second half. I mean, I think one of those was set up by – they had like an interception or fumble that set up a really short field for a score, I believe Tennessee did. So I, I like the I, – I like where your head's at in that team total under. That adds right. up to me. It checks out. Let's see if the math works. Like it. Let's see uh, your second pick. Yeah, we went here last week, Nick. Didn't go too well for us in Death Valley, but I'm going back again. North Carolina plus six and a half at Clemson. Heels have a lot to play for. 
They're still on the hunt for the ACC title. They got a much-needed win last week. I look at it this way, Nick. We all know Carolina's defense is bad. Uh, no one is denying that. But Clemson is flawed offensively. No, no explosiveness in the passing game. Run game is a little bit better, but they, they are flawed offensively. North Carolina can score. And against a Clemson defense, they're going to spread it out and Drake May can make throws. I think they can score enough to stay in this. So I like this spot, fading Clemson after one of their better performances. I think North Carolina goes in here and scores some points. Um, this game goes down to the wire, so I'm going to take the road dog here. Plus six and a half. I, I, I just felt like this game should be closer to a field goal, so um, you're getting doggone near a yeah. touchdown. So I'm going to take North Carolina here, plus six and a half. I was th- This was a game that I circled and wanted to discuss because – uh, it was originally minus seven um, for Clemson, and I just I, a touchdown favorite over anybody is surprising. And then it's also the weird home well, favorite team, right? Like a good team, right? And then it's they're a home favorite by a touchdown, unranked versus ranked. That just it, there was a lot about this that I didn't really get. And then uh, the the total at fifty eight and a half. I don't know. I I watched the end of that Duke North Carolina game a week ago, and I still can't. That, this is a weird-ass North Carolina team. There's there's no denying it. Um, but in, in the Clemson defense is, I mean, you're getting good on good there, right, between those two units. So if that's a push, what what happens? I, I that That's the part that I, I, I'm really confused by this game, you know? I mean, <laughs> it's, if, if, yeah. if those two teams duke it out. So I kind of, I kind of like the under uh, a little bit there because if – Clemson makes it a little bit messy. I mean, can they score 20? But then the North Carolina defense is bad, too. So, I don't know. Yeah. That, that's why this is such a tough game for me. Like, I'm very intrigued by it, and I want to get some action in on it, but I can't I can't, I can't, can't get there any on any of the ways. I kind of lean one way the under, kind of lean North Carolina, but it's just it feels real messy to me. There's win one for the Gipper vibes because there's some rumors that this might be the end for Mac Brown. Which would make uh, sense. He was in tears after that Duke game. Yeah, yeah. And North, if when that like this, that's a fascinating job to me, Nick, because they're probably getting in the SEC, and you can recruit top fifteen classes there because of their location to the DMV. They've, you know, I don't know what their NRL situation is, but I'd, I'd imagine North Carolina has money, yeah, um, to go get players. That's a really interesting, I think, job opening if it opens. I would be very interested to see that pool of candidates. Um, but but this last ride, may, possibly for Mac Brown with Drake May, they're going to have the best player on the field at the most important position. It's true. It's true. So I You taught me I like into the it. Hills here to keep it close. There we go. You taught me into it. Um, this last game, I, I talked myself into it, and some of it does – uh, the coaching carousel plays a part in it because Mike Elko is going to be a name in all and v- plenty of these uh, vacancies. The biggest one is Texas A and M, where he coached previously. Um, so I, with that being said, they they got to go on the road. Their offense has been bad all year, and Virginia's been frisky. Virginia's been really frisky. They haven't won a lot of these games. But they're catching three and a half at home. I don't think they're very good, but uh, Calandria, Calandaria, whatever the hell his name is, he's fun. I, I think that that that's enough to put you know maybe Duke on tilt, get them on their heels a little bit. I just think there's just so much uncertainty at Durham, and 
there's going to be a lot of energy, right? This could be a huge, huge win for Tony Elliott and co. If they're able to get it done. So I'm going to take the frisky calves getting the points uh, at home. Nick, I'm just, I'm not doing this. I'm not giving Virginia credit for losing a bunch of close games. I'm not doing it. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I know it's loser talk, but it Duke stinks, though, right? We can agree Duke stinks, and now they think their coach is going to leave. They can't play offense at all. So, I mean, how many how many points is, does Virginia have to score to cover three and a half? 14? I, I'm not doing it. We need one loss for the Virginia under to cash, and it happens this weekend in Charlottesville. Duke goes in there, laying the points, gets to the cover. They find enough offense – They've got a good run defense. They're going to make Virginia one-dimensional. Calandria or Musket or whoever Tony Elliott's deciding to play quarterback is going to throw it to them, and they'll get a big turnover, and they'll go in and win this game. Duke will be in the column this week. We're going to be, I'm going to be on the Blue Devils, so me and you can have a little side bet. A little line fight. There we go. I just, yeah, we, just not, we can just bet it straight up. Save the juice. There's a reason why this team keeps losing close games. Like there, there is a reason. It's not necessarily fluky why they keep losing close. Well, games. I'm, I'm, I'm fine if they lose a close game. Just make three point loss. That's all yeah. I'm asking. Two weeks ago, <laughs> in this similar spot, Georgia Tech went in there and hammered them. Absolutely hammered them. Uh, yeah, but Georgia Tech can play offense though. Like that's the that's the part you're forgetting is that Duke. You could go out there and toss the pigskin around for more yards than whoever they got at quarterback right now. They're terrible offensively. Uh, they will figure it out on Saturday, and they will cover this three and a half. But um, that's that's a that's an argument we can have in the car. Okay. All right. Well, well, we hey, we'll skip the sportsbook juice. We'll just we'll just bet it amongst ourselves. Classic. Just spit spit in the handshake. Put her there. <laughs> Next one. We are going to Ames, Iowa. Nick, Texas has not played good football since the. Red River. They've not been good, but they just got Quinn Ewers back. It is go time right now for the Horns. If they want to make the playoffs, it's now. So it's time to go. Iowa State's very limited on offense. Like I think this is a game where Texas kicks it into gear and goes wins by double digits. So I'm going to lay the points here with the Longhorns on the road, minus seven and a half. I think after playing around with their food here the last couple weeks, I think they, they find that extra gear um, and they go and handle Iowa State. Here on the road, so I'm going to lay the points with the Longhorns with the touchdown and the hook. All right, uh, I'm a little hungry. Speaking of food, so I'm probably going to get to some lunch. But first, um, Kath's going to win on Saturday, looking. Yeah. You got you got more confidence than me. Good. Are you gonna, is, are you going to put a little action on there? Another alternate line. Oh, I potentially like. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. Team total over. We talked about that on 11 personnel, Nick. I like Kentucky's team total over. South Carolina is the worst defense Kentucky has played. They're definitely worse. or They're better than Vanderbilt, but they're kind of there with Florida. Florida's pretty bad. Kentucky has scored points on other teams. I think they're going to get out of that schedule. I think the offense is going to have a big day. I really do. I think they'll figure out a way to score 30-plus. I think the defense will do just enough. I, I like Kentucky to go down there. And win potentially by double digits. And Nick, like Stoops doesn't lose to that team unless he has a backup quarterback in. They've got their quarterback this week. They're eight zero against the spread when that happens. Um, Stoops Boom. against Carolina. I like I like the spot for Kentucky. I think they go in there get a good get a nice win and then sets up It'll them at seven four, four and four and then we haven't we got an interesting rivalry weekend on tap after 
that happens. But I, I just like this matchup. This is a team Kentucky should beat. Um, I like how it's, I like how this game sets up. Um, so I like the Cats to go in there and get a win, which would be weird. Go three and one on the road <laughs> in the SEC <laughs> would just be kind of cherry on top of what's kind of been a weird season. It's been a weird year, but a win could go a long way to get the Big Blue Nation back on board for a big rivalry week against the Cards at the Fed Cred. Don't call me Papa John's Cardinal Stadium next Saturday, but Storm this Saturday night will be ready to rock and roll on hand at williams Bryce Stadium. Come see about it, folks. Brad and Luckett, I'm Nick Roush. Go Cats and go Krogery.